I'm uh, I'm enjoying this morning by our legendary own Wellington legend broadcaster who has been to four America's Cups, John Macbeth. Welcome and lovely to hear your voice again. <laughs> nice to be chatting with you too, Nick. Okay. Was it worth it? Well, I think we we tend to compare what used to be. You know, I remember, and you will as a hospo man around Wellington, the uh, the benefits of New Zealand winning the America's Cup back in San Diego in 1995 and how all the bars were, em- were full and people were out in the streets and it was a, a magnificent party which went on for about six months from San Diego, but particularly towards the end. So we saw the benefits and we knew that it was going to be beneficial to have the Cup here in the year 2000 and again in 2003. And I think that uh, you and others around uh, of your listeners will have seen the benefits of those two events. They were major events, but they went on for a longer period. And we dragged in lots of overseas uh, viewers and, and tourists and also the big boats and all that sort of thing. So it was really beneficial. And I think if we consider back then what it did for New Zealand, it was absolutely astronomical. Um, and even in 2007, you know, in Valencia, uh, I recall, you know, being there for three months or however long the, the regatta lasted, uh, a constant stream of European business people going through the Team New Zealand compound and being entertained by the tourism and trade New Zealand and the contracts that were being signed were, were really absolutely worth it. So we put a stop on that, Nick, and then come to what you're talking about now. And you would say that... Uh, a limited competition in Auckland this year, um, over and done with very quickly, although they tried to stretch it out as much as they could. Uh, no tourists, no big yachts coming in, uh, no super multimillionaire people coming in with their families. And so, you know, you would say that it wasn't worth it. I, and certainly in Wellington, that's uh, right. I would say there'd be no uh, spin-off of the America's Cup. I, yeah. I don't want to answer all the questions for our listeners to ring up and ask, but I mean, my thoughts really are, why is it any different than when it was during the heyday? I mean, is it the fact that there was only three, four teams here? Does that, did that make oh, yeah. a difference? Absolutely different. And, and that's one major problem that uh, Team New Zealand or you know those who govern the America's Cup, when you've won, won the America's Cup, they had. They, they sort of indicated there could be as many as you know eight or ten challenges and that that never eventuated um therefore you know the the number of crews involved the number of supporters involved and that just diminished and became minuscule so that chopped out a few million out of what auckland in particular would would get would get would get um and benefit from and also it meant that people weren't traveling you know previously families would come in and and uh, syndicates would come in there in their off periods and either side of the America's Cup, they'd travel New Zealand and spend up. You know, I, I constantly was, you know, meeting up with people who had travelled from Auckland uh, during or after the America's Cup. So it, it was of great benefit. But you can't manage that with just two or three syndicates coming to New Zealand. Um, and I think the other thing was, too, did, did Team New Zealand take the America's Cup around the country and promote it during the before the America's Cup. Did we have any uh, yachting out on, on Wellington Harbour? I, I don't think so. Nothing. Uh, did we go to, you know, Port Chalmers or, or, or you know, Littleton or places like that, uh, and, and Napier. And, you know, they used to do that. 
Um, so I think we missed out a bit there. We, well, I, can we just blame it on COVID, though? Do you think that it no. might have been the innovation of of the design of the boats that put out a lot of teams? They didn't want to spend that sort of money. If COVID hadn't been there, would they have still spent the money and, and, and come out? When New Zealand regained the America's Cup, the promise was that it would be made an event which was affordable. It would not be outlandishly expensive like it had become under the um, the previous holders, Alingi and so on. Uh, it was a promise that this will be an affordable event which to which many countries will enter and they will be attracted to enter because of the you know the lesser cost. Well, I don't think that was the case at all. I think it did become still prohibitive. Um, travelling, you know, to New Zealand. Uh, I mean, the, the crews love coming here. The, the, the courses are great and everything. So it's a great spot to hold the America's Cup. But it's on the other side of the world. The time zone's different. Um, you know, I, I always felt that it would be a better idea for New Zealand to take the America's Cup away and have hosted in, in Britain or Europe because of the, their exposure to big businesses and huge uh, television audiences and therefore that would have that effect of people saying well we want to go to New Zealand and yeah. that's when the benefits come. Is it come a time where a population when we're clearly seeing it financially is is a population population of five million just too small to do to hold the America's Cup in its modern way? Um, I think if, well no I don't I think I think New Zealand can host the America's Cup without doubt I don't think there's any problem with that um, but, it, but if it becomes too expensive to host um, then that that's a problem and I know I can't remember the figures that were offered by the government um, and the outcry from the general public was such that they knew that they were uh, going to lose that particular argument um, but you know, for New Zealand, it's uh, it is a, a massive event and it's an historic event. But if it's a couple of weeks of brilliant racing, which I know even some of your listeners who aren't don't like the America's Cup said they enjoyed watching the finals in particular. It's a thrilling event, but it's only every four years, and we're not guaranteed that it's going to be every four years. It could be five years, it could be three years. You know, there's that uncertainty, and I think we get wrapped up in it when it happens and. And that's it. Um, Can, I think it's. I think it's lost its way a bit, actually. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, let's ask one final question. You've been to four America's Cup um, regattas. How did that one compare with the, the last four that you've been to? Oh, they're totally different. I was. I was at America's Cups when they were the old style America's Cups, which went on and on, and they were sailing those bigger boats, and um, you know, the, it was a crew of seventeen and so on, uh, and you know, San Diego was six months duration um, and people didn't get wrapped up at it until New Zealand got into the semi-finals. really, those who weren't yachties. Uh, and then it just took over everybody. So that was a, you know, really was a one-off. Like it was a special event in New Zealand sporting history. And uh, these are much different. Totally different. I don't think they bear any resemblance to what America's Cup started out as. And call me an old fogey, but I miss Peter Blake. <laughs> yeah, Peter Blake. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I, I think uh, he was he was Mr. America's Cup, um, yeah, a different yeah. sort of man to to Grant Dalton, <laughs> and and I think he he sort of was able to win the public over in in that at that historic time. Gosh, they were all New Zealand sponsors in that too. I think. Yeah, you know, yeah, so great, a bit different. Yeah, John, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us on Wellington Mornings.